This is Black and Ready. I'm your host, Don L. Rondo, and for 20 years, I've been leading Homeland Security, Anti-Terrorism, and Emergency Management programs for federal, state, and local governments, as well as the Fortune 1000. Now I'm focused on protecting African Americans. As African Americans, we find ourselves sometimes at greater risk for man-made and natural disasters. We're going to talk about it, investigate it, and commit to protecting ourselves and holding those that we have elected to do a better job of protecting us as well. This is Black and Ready. I'm Don Rondo, and thank you for joining us today. We're back from break. This is Black and Ready with Don L. Rondo, and that's me. I'm Don L. Rondo. And, you know, we're going to talk about politics a little bit here, but not for the purpose of choosing a side. We're going to talk about today's political climate, specifically the state of the presidential election as of December 7th, 2020, and it's potential impact to Black America, specifically the safety and security of Black America. Now, I want you to think about this. We have a lot to unwrap, so follow along here with me. In 2020, the nation saw various protests, multiple protests that were essentially focused on police shootings of Black men. And these protests, in my opinion, were legitimate, a protected right to protest. Nothing is more American. Everybody doesn't agree, and you don't have to agree, but but that's part of the fabric of this nation that as citizens, we have the right to protest. At some point, these legitimate protests turned into violent riots. In some cases, these riots degraded even further and turned into the hostile takeover of parts of the community. Looting, buildings burned to the ground where people worked and where they got their food and other resources drug stores, grocery stores, places of employment, Black-owned businesses, ironically, burned to the ground by people allegedly, apparently, supporting uh, a Black cause, Black people. And so, you know, we were able to see this happen. Again, a legitimate protest that in some cases turned into riots and that in some cases turned into full-blown anarchy. I believe that there's enough information out there for me to suggest that these protests in some cases were infiltrated by organized actors bent on violence, destruction, chaos, and disruption for political purposes. That's terrorism in my book, but that's a whole nother story. Now, let's park that. Capture right now in your mind a mental photograph, 
a mental snapshot of these black owned businesses burning of parts of communities being held basically taken over by anarchists that's in response to police shootings again we can we can debate whether or not they were justified the circumstances accurately reported whatever but that's in response that's what happened that was the net result right now Park that and think about the potential impact, the upheaval, the potential violence, the risk associated with a large percentage of the population of this country believing that the election has been stolen from their candidate and stolen from them. I submit to you that regardless of who is declared president of the United States of America, whether or not former Vice President Joe Biden prevails and he is president-elect Joe Biden and ultimately President Biden, or if the current president, Donald J. Trump, prevails and is able to successfully uh, prove that there has been election fraud and he should be the rightful president, regardless of how this resolves itself, if part of the resolution is not a complete, transparent, and agreed upon process that leaves no doubt to either side that this was a fair process, we are at risk for widespread violence, upheaval, that would make the 2020 police shooting riots pale in comparison. This may sound overblown. I'm drawing the parallel to the riots because they're fresh in everyone's mind and you could see it. You could see it with your own eyes. You saw cities burn. You saw people hurt. You saw people come into urban areas where black and brown people live and work and loot and pillage and burn and even kill other people. Then they went home. Then they went back to the suburbs. These riots didn't happen in ranch lands and country areas and mountain towns. Nope, they were in urban areas, the centers of cities which are typically, typically, not always, populated uh, in large part or with a large percentage of minorities, a large percentage of black and brown skinned people. So you saw that. Now, think about the potential for political unrest should Donald Trump or Joe Biden supporters believe that the election has been stolen from their candidate and that they have been deprived of their vote through some unfair, tainted process. I'm telling you that revolutions in other countries have been started over less. Violent uprisings in other countries have been started over less. I'm going to tell you that in the history of this country, violent 
political upheaval has taken place on smaller scale alleged election fraud. A lot of this wasn't taught, at least not when I was in high school and not in college, but there was a battle here in America called the Battle of Athens. It was in Tennessee, and you can correct me on this if I'm wrong. I know I have a few listeners who uh, who I appreciate who uh, communicate and give me their perspective, but uh, I think it was in the 1940s, and the short story is in Tennessee, uh, there was allegations of voter fraud and related public corruption by judges and elected officials, and a bunch of World War II veterans came home and they decided to address their concerns via the electoral process. They were going to run veterans. These veterans were going to take advantage of the political process here in America and run an opposing candidate. And there came a point when they believed that the evidence was clear that there had been political fraud depriving them of their right to run, depriving them of the right to vote in a meaningful sense. Ultimately, the Battle of Athens refers to a circumstance where townspeople took up arms against their local government, laid siege to local government buildings, police stations, seats of office in the local area, ultimately the siege ended. The Battle of Athens essentially ended when former munitions experts in the military detonated a a improvised explosive device to gain entry to a office building after days of armed siege, shots being fired back and forth, and ultimately after the dust cleared, they had not only taken the buildings, they had also thrown out corrupt politicians and their candidates were found through some process to have fairly won the election. That was here in this country in response to a local election that was thought to be fraudulent. Imagine the scale the potential scale of political unrest and violence here in this country if the solution, the settlement of this election isn't done in a way that gives both sides, that gives all concern confidence that this was a fair and transparent process. I'm Donnell Rondo. This is Black and Ready. We'll be right back. This is Black and Ready with a word from one of our sponsors, Valor Project Management, Inc. is a professional project management company focused on managing homeland security, cybersecurity, emergency management projects across all sectors and disciplines in the public and private sector. Learn more about Valor Project Management at www.valorprojectmanagement.com. We are back. This is 
Black and Ready, and I am your host, Donnell Rondo. Before the break, I was talking about the potential for chaos, unrest, violence associated with all concern, not being convinced that the presidential election process and the resolution of the current challenges were not done so in a transparent and fair fashion. This is with respect to either side, whether or not you are a Biden supporter or a Trump supporter, all concerned are going to have an expectation that the process, the conflict, the challenges to the veracity of the election are handled in a way that is fair. And should it not be so, we can expect unrest. And that unrest could be significant and it could impact Black America, all of America, but could impact Black America uh, more first and with increased intensity, as we saw in some of the riots of 2020. That's what we talked about before the break. What we're talking about now is a more current example of the perception of fairness or lack thereof and the perception of an overreach of government or corruption at the highest levels of government and how that can impact you know communities and how people can respond to that and you know i talked about the battle of tennessee and that was in i think 1941 well that could make you think falsely incorrectly that america is no longer that place where people would take up arms in response to something like election fraud because that happened some time ago or the perception of election fraud. Well, you know, you can look no farther back than, I think it was 2014 and the Bundy Ranch standoff, what I will call the Bundy Ranch standoff, uh, basically was a dispute between the US government and Cliven Bundy and his family regarding grazing rights for cattle that escalated and threatened to, in my view, serve as the catalyst for a regional civil skirmish between the U.S. government and a significant portion of a region. And in fact, there came a time, and this is all unclassified, there came a time when I presented a situation report to a federal agency on that very circumstance using all open source information. And the reason I present these situation reports is that I'm able to maintain a sense of political neutrality that we no longer see in the mainstream media. The viewpoint, the perspective, emphasis changes from channel to channel, from news outlet to news outlet, and there is increasingly an improper political influence, a relationship between politics, political movements, politicians themselves, and media outlets. Everybody knows that you can turn from one media outlet and get the perspective of a certain political group, turn to another media outlet and get their perspective. So it's no longer news. So these situation reports are critical to senior leadership decision-making. During one of these circumstances, I presented a situation report, politically neutral, on the conflict between the U.S. government and the 
Bundy Ranch, the Bundy Group. And ultimately, there came a time when citizens were armed and in an armed face-off with government agents who were also armed. Now, you can go back and find this yourself. I'm not telling you anything that's unclassified. I'm not telling you anything that's sensitive or law enforcement sensitive. You can go back and Google and see the images, look on other uh, social networking platforms and see the videos of citizens aiming rifles from positions of advantage, high ground at federal agents who were aiming rifles at different citizens. And ultimately, like out of a scene of a movie, armed people on horseback drove out a retreating armed federal force team. One itchy trigger finger, one nervous person, one kind of mistake puts us on the course for a armed skirmish between citizen and government. And I submit to you that this was over grazing rights. There was almost an armed conflict between the US government and a significant number of armed citizens over the right to have your cattle graze in a certain area. Now imagine the potential for half of the country believing that their vote was stolen. Imagine a scenario where a significant portion of the country believes that China has stolen their vote or that other groups, uh, you know, various uh, politicians, corrupt politicians have stolen their vote on either side of the aisle. You can be a Democrat and have these thoughts. You can be a Republican and have these thoughts, but, but imagine the potential. Compare the threat of upheaval, unrest, and violence with the relatively minor circumstance of cattle grazing, with the relatively minor circumstance of a local election in the Battle of Tennessee. Now, this impacts the entire country potentially, but again, where has these circumstances been felt the most? When there's upheaval, when there is chaos, when there is rioting, when there is a disruption of services, where there is a disaster, man-made or natural, often it is the minority community that experiences the most severe impacts, the highest casualty rates and related. My message to the US government, to those elected officials on either side of the aisle is should you fail to resolve the conflict 
associated with the 2020 presidential election in a manner that Republicans and Democrats alike understand that this was a fair process, regardless of who comes out on top. It doesn't matter if it was President Trump who comes out on top or if it is President Trump who comes out on top or Joseph Biden. If all concerned are not convinced that the process was fair and the election valid, you will be responsible for the potential of significant unrest to include violence that I believe could impact the black community first and most. This is Black and Ready. I'm your host, Don L. Rondo. This is Black and Ready with a word from one of our sponsors, Valor Project Management, Inc. is a professional project management company focused on managing homeland security, cybersecurity, emergency management projects across all sectors and disciplines in the public and private sector. Learn more about Valor Project Management at www.valorprojectmanagement.com. That does it for this episode of Black and Ready with Don L. Rondo. Check us out on Twitter. Hit me up on email at dlrsynergist at gmail.com. And always remember that you are the person best positioned to keep yourself safe and secure. So until next time, stay black, stay ready. I'm Don L. Rondo.